Dafei Gimel. We're discussing here the machlekes we had in the Mishnah between Rileza and the Rabbanan about a case where a person says our, our Mishnah's case was Ella, and we had a machlekes between the Mishnah and the Brisa. What exactly the machlekes Rileza and the Rabbanan was? Our Mishnah said that the machlekes between Rileza and the Rabbanan was by a case of Chutz when you actually divorce someone Chutz me plainly. The Rileza said even in that case it's okay. He learned it out from sets of Sukkim. We'll talk about the Sukkim in a few minutes. And Rabbanan said no, you can't have a you can't have a garrison that's not complete. The Brisa said no. That by Chutz, there's no discussion. Of course, Chutz is no good. The question the Brisa was by Almanas. By Almanas, when you make a condition that Rabbi Eliezer said, Tanai is a Tanai. And the Rabbanan said, No, a Tanai is only a Tanai when it's not a Tanai neged the whole Matthias of Gerishin. When it's a Tanai neged the whole Matthias of Gerishin, you cannot make a Tanai in that. We're now going to bring a fascinating discussion, which is very, very rare in Shah, such a big discussion, between all the Tanoim related to this one halacha. It says, so after Rilezer was lifted, we're talking over here just to put it in historical context. This is Rilezer ben Hurkinus. Okay, he's a Talmud from Rilezer ben Zakai, and we'll see he's related to Rilezer. We're discussing here with Rilezer Akiva and Rilezer Yeshua. So we're talking here, uh, he lived at the Zman of the Chorban, and for about 50, 60 something years after that, that's the Zman we're talking about. He's the one in Shas we normally refer to as Rilezer Shamuti. He was a Beishamainik. Okay, and in many places in Shas we don't Paskin like Rabbi Yezer, but in this Gemara it's exactly the opposite. Nobody wants to start up with Rabbi Yezer. So when he's alive, apparently, and he said this halacha, now again, we're not clear what his halacha is. His halacha might be that Chutz is okay, his halacha might be that Almanas is okay. We're going to have to understand which one of his, which version of his sheet that we're talking about here. But so all these Talmudim came in Nichter, so now that he's out of the way, he was Nifter, now they come in and say, now we can argue with him. And they say, uh, So who is these Tanoim who came in? The big ones. Rabbi Yisrael Glili, Rabbi Tarfid, Rabbi Lezim, Rabbi Akiva. Right? That, that's, a, that's a sight to see. And we're also going to see Rabbi Yeshua is going to be involved as well. Each one of them comes with a kasha on the sheet of Rabbi Eliezer. The structure of the Gemara is going to be, each one of them is going to have a kasha. And then the Gemara is going to say why it's not really a kasha and go back and forth and understand what they, what they were holding. So, and then it would be Tarifin's first time it was like this. He said, what about the following case? So let's talk about a case where a woman is married to Naftali. Okay, so she's married to Naftali. And Naftali says, I'm divorcing you. So Legabe Ruvain, she's allowed to, she's still married to Naftali. She's not allowed to marry Ruvain. Okay, he divorces her that. Let's assume such a get is a good get. She then goes ahead and marries Shimon, Ruvain's brother. And unfortunately, when she marries Shimon's brother, they do not have children. And Shimon dies now, and she falls to Yibum back to Ruvain. Legabe Ruvain, she's still married to Naphtali. Legabe Ruvain, there was no marriage to Shimon altogether, which means, of course, she cannot do Yibum to Ruvain, because Legabe Ruvain, she's still married to Naphtali. So this Chutz Halacha is going to be standing in the way of a yibum happening. So says love. She marries the brother of the person who's still also to her. So that is going to be a crisis. You have a bizarre situation, says that you're going to have a crisis that does not lead to a marriage that could have yibum associated with it. So halamatash ends a crisis. His kasha honorably the Ezra is how can you have a get which allows a woman to get married to somebody else, but that new marriage can never result in a yibum. 
That's bizarre. That doesn't seem to work. And therefore, to me, that would not be considered a crisis at all. And therefore, he's asking a kasha on Shittas Abeliezer. Hold on, we'll get into each one of these kashas one by one. That was Rabbi Tarfin's kasha. Then Rabbi Yisrael Gleili, Rabbi Yisrael Gleili, the following kasha of Abeliezer. V'amar, heicham atzinu asu lezeh, mutu lezeh. Where do we see a woman who's mutter to some people and also to other people? How do you have a woman who, this person is married and this other person is not married? That's bizarre. You either are or you're not. It must be, says Rabbi Yisrael again against Shittas Rabbi Yisrael, that this is not a proper Christus. This cannot possibly work as a get. Again, we'll go into this, sheet, this kasha in a second. Question number three. And then it relates to Azariah. V'yamar, Krisus is Dover HaKoyres Beino Leveino. Right, this is a much more fundamental question, says Elizabeth Azariah. Krisus means she's totally separated from the first husband. According to Bidiezer, she's not totally separated from the first husband. Legabe, whoever he left out of the get, she's still connected to the first husband. How can that be Dover HaKoyres Beino Leveino? That doesn't make any sense. Halamata she'enze Krisus. Therefore, I argue with Bidiezer, and I say that is not a proper get. Question number four. Okay, so this woman who got married from Ruvain, uh, got divorced, I'm sorry, from Ruvain, and Ruvain said chutzpah from somebody else, Shimon, she goes in and marries the third stranger, Levi. Okay. And she has children from Levi, and then Levi dies, or Levi divorces her. Now she's single again. And she goes and marries Shimon, who was originally usher to her, which now means, again, depending on which we're talking about chutz, we're talking about almanas. Obviously, in this context, we're talking about almanas. If she goes ahead now and marries Shimon, it turns out the garrison from Ruvain was never a garrison, which means when she married Levi, she was being Mazanas and Eshesesh, and all of her kids are mamzerim that she had from Levi. Le'nimtza get bottle, but now mamzerim. The get is bottle of gamri, but the kids are mamzerim. Halamata, shenza krisis, that can't be. You can't possibly have a case like this where you can have such a situation. This was Rabbi Akiva's question. Tysus points out that it's an interesting conundrum over here, which is when she goes ahead, you said over here, <coughs> excuse me, when she goes ahead and marries Shimon afterwards, like how does that nisuin to Shimon work? Right, it, it's sort of as a, it's sort of like a catch twenty two. She can't marry Shimon because when she marries Shimon, it turns out she's really the Mafreya married to Ruvain. So how does that ever work that she can actually marry Shimon? Like, what's the catch? So some of Rashi say Enechanami doesn't mean she's also to marry Shimon. It means she's also to go through a Maisa Nesuin, even though it doesn't really work. Taisu says you could have a case when Ruvain was already dead. If Ruvain's already dead. So then it's irrelevant in terms of her ability to marry Shimon. But when she marries Shimon, it turns out that she was never a Grusha from Ruvain. She was only an Almana from Ruvain. And that was before she married Levi. Getting back to Yavamas over here. Right? There's a lot of people flying around. So you could have such a situation. So this is Rabbi Akiva's the question. Question number four. And she will be the answer. Dover Acher. Rabbi Akiva throws in a second question. And Rabbi Akiva says, He says, fascinating question. He says, let's say Ruben divorces her, and Shimon is a coin. Okay. So then, now Ruben dies. Theoretically, what do we have now? Legabi Shimon the coin. She's not a Grusha. Legabi Shimon the coin. She's an Almona. Right? She was never divorced from Ruben Legabi Shimon. She was an Almona from Ruben Legabe Shimon. 
But the Maisa we said in yesterday's Gemara, Isha Grusha Meisha, the Maisa she's also to Shimon as a Grusha. Anyways, even if you give such a quasi get, everybody agrees that apostles are from Shimon. Now, why? Truthfully speaking, Legabi Shimon, she's an Almana, not a Grusha, but. So the fact that even though she's not a Grusha to Shimon, but she's a Grusha to the rest of the world, that makes her also to Shimon. So an if she's a partial Ashish to somebody, that should ask her on everybody else. Just like a partial Grusha asks her on the Kayan, a partial Ashish should ask her from everybody else. And that doesn't make any sense. Halamata Shin's a Christus. The Gemara said before, that was all Pasuk, Isha, Grusha, Me'isha. Even according to the Rabbanan, that such a get is not a good get at all. She's considered a Grusha from the Kayin. That we learned, that was Xeris HaKosim. Now, why? According to Belezer, even, according to Rabbanan, she's not a Grusha at all. According to Belezer, she's, she's not a Grusha that got me him, she's only a Grusha that got me other people. If a Grusha-ness from other people can ask her to him, so Ashish-ish-ness from other people should ask her to everybody else also. Ashish-ish is worse than Grusha, the Chayra. So after all these questions came up in the Mishmah, you can't start up with Rabbi Yezer when he's not here to defend himself. And therefore, if his halacha is his halacha, we're not going to throw it out. like him, But we're not going to say he's wrong because he's not here to defend himself. All of these questions, we can think and contemplate what the answer that Rabbi Yezer would have given. Levad of that we have no possibility, we have no idea what Rabbi Eliezer would have answered. Tanya Rabbi Rabbi was a Tana himself said, From all these kashas that we had on Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah's kasha is the strongest kasha that we have no answer to. Okay, so now we have to go through each one of these questions, and we have to understand two points of each one of these questions. Three, actually. A, what exactly is the question? B, this Tana who asked the question, was he going on the version of Rabbi Lazar, of Rabbi Eliezer that was holding chutz, or was he going on the version of Rabbi Eliezer that was holding Almanas? Which version of Rabbi Eliezer was he asking on? And the third point we have to understand for each question is, what's the answer? Because we said all of them, there is some sort of retort that Rabbi Eliezer could have given. So what is the question? What is the case? And what is the answer? Let's go through each one. Amar Amar. Nen Rabbi Tarfin. Rabbi Tarfin's kasha was, if she married the brother of the person who was excluded from the get, the mace and she dies without children, it turns out that this is being oiker, the yibum. And how can you have a get which creates a marriage that can't have yibum? It's a oiker? Iyu oker? Right? Nobody... Nobody blocked the Yibam over here. It's not like the husband specifically said when, you, when he divorced her, I don't want you to do Yibam. That wasn't what was going on. So what's the Kasha? Elamasna lack of meditator. He created a Tanai by saying Chutz mi Ruvain, which blocks her later on from doing Yibam from Shimon's marriage. He never told her to go marry Shimon. You can marry everybody else in the world except for Ruvain and maybe Ruvain's brother because you'll end up not doing Yibam. No, who told you to go marry Shimon? Let me alone. The Ugavra. Ellis is more your right. If Tarfin's Kasha wasn't that as direct, Gairim Lakar Dovimanatera. Okay, you you created a situation where Yibum's gonna be blocked, and that doesn't seem to fit into our general logic of Croesus. 
Tzmo, wait a second. That's your kasha. I have a more basic problem. Goyrim, elameyata basochev liisa. We know halachically you're allowed to marry your niece. You're allowed to marry, right, your brother's daughter. If a person marries his brother's daughter, chas v'shalom, and dies without children, that daughter falls to her own father to Yibam, which obviously you can't do Yibam. So you're going to say you can't get married? You can't marry your niece because maybe it'll block Yibam? Obviously, that's ridiculous. You marry what you want to marry. If you could do Yibam at the end of it, great. If you can't, not. That's all. What's the big deal? Lo yisa shamiyamas b'lay b'adam that's a garm lakim in a tyra. So, so why is this a problem? This is what Rabbi Yezer's answer would have been. I don't care that you're being garm to block Yibam. There's plenty of cases in Shas where you're garm to block Yibam. It is what it is. That's not a problem. Now, so we've, we got the question. We got the answer. What's the case? Which case is Rabbi Yezer talking about here that Rabbi that Rabbi Tarfon is asking on? If we're talking about a case of chutz, remember the case of chutz is Ruvain divorces her chutz me. That's oh, Naftali. We're talking about the Yibum case. Naftali divorces her chutz me Ruvain. Okay, so she's so she's not allowed to marry Ruvain. Look at Ruvain. She's in Sisua. She goes in instead of marry Ruvain's brother Shimon. And then when Shimon dies, the question is, does she fall to Ruvain to Yibum? We said we said no, and therefore you're blocking Yibum. So it's not true. We already said in the Gemara yesterday, and we're here we're going to talk about it more here, that once, even if she schutz me Ruvain because of Naftali, once she marries Shimon, the chutz me Ruvain disappears. Let's repeat that again. Even, even though Naftali divorced her chutz me Ruvain, now she goes ahead and marries Shimon, once she marries a new person, the chutz me Ruvain disappears. Why does that work? We'll see in number base how that works. And therefore, says the Gemara inside, Mishra Shar Biliyazer, the Sanya Biliyazer, Maidr Biliyazer, the Megarish Ishter, Vyamalarem, we toss all them chutz me plainly. Vaholcha Venisas Lechem and Ashuk, she marries a stranger. Venisarman is Kasha, and she ends up leaving the stranger for whatever reason. Shamut Teres is Eshen Eser love. The halacha of of Isser to Ruven goes away. Once she's married to Shimon, there is no more marriage to Naphtali. There is no more marriage to Ruvain. It's all gone, and she starts a fresh plate. If that's the case, there's no kasha of Yibam. Because she, Naphtali divorced her chutz mi Ruvain. She marries Shimon, which she's allowed to do. Once she marries Shimon, theoretically, she's allowed to go ahead and marry Ruvain now. Now, Ruvain is her, is, 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 is her, her Yavim. Right, Ruben is her Yavim over here, so she can't marry him Stam. But any case there's a mitzvah of Yibum, she could go ahead and marry Ruven, right? And therefore would not be a Kasha. The whole Kasha was when Shimon dies, she won't be able to do Yibum to Ruven because Ruven's, like Gabi Ruven, she's still married to Naftali. In a Chutz case, that's not true. In a Chutz case, once she marries Shimon, the Chutzness of Ruven disappears. So this wouldn't be a Kasha. El of Almanas. Must be he's going in the Almanas case. That Shimon, that Naftali divorced her, Almanas, that she doesn't marry Ruvain. If it's an Almanas, then even if she marries Shimon, the Almanas is still in place. The Almanas never disappears. The Chutz disappears, because that's a din and Ishus. But Almanas is just a Tanai, it's there. If she ever goes ahead and marries Ruvain, the whole get dissolves, and then she was never married to Shimon, v'chule, v'chule, v'chule. So clearly, Rabbi Tarfin is only going on the Almanas version of Rabbi Yezer's Halach. Okay, one bucket put away. Next bucket. Then Rabbi Yisrael Glidi says Rabbi Yisrael Glidi, "V'yamar, hey, chametzinu asl lezeh mutal lezeh." What do we have a case where you can be asl to one person and mutal to another person? Asr asl akol v'mutal mutal akol. Say, what do you mean? Really? Very truma v'kachim. So zur lezeh mutal lezeh. Truma v'kachim v'mutal to kayanim, and they're asr to zarim. 
So you see things which are usher to one person. Yes, Nevela is usher to everybody. Chazer is usher to everybody. But Truman Kachim is usher to Zarim, but Smutta to Kayanim. So I'm going to be Isra Ishakan. What do you mean by Arias? What do you mean by Arias? By Arias. Arias itself. Your sister is usher to you, but your sister's mutter to everybody else. So that's the definition of Arias. Kravim Ishpachar. So I'm going to be Isha's coming. No, we're talking about marriage oriented Arias. What do you mean? Harayashas Ish. The whole idea of Ashes Ish is that she's mutter to her husband and also to everybody else. Every Ashes Ish in the world is Asul Azem, Mutul What kind of cash is this? This would have been what the Yezer would have responded. But my, again, which case are we talking about? Chutz or Almanas? It's not true. What is the Almanas? Let's go back to the case. Ruin divorces her. Almanas that she doesn't marry Shimon. But it's Almanas that she doesn't marry Shimon. If she goes out and does a Maisa's Nus with Shimon, that does not dissolve the original marriage. And therefore, you can't say it's Osir Lezeh, Mutter Lezeh. She's Mutter to Shimon. There's nothing wrong with doing a Maisa's Nus with Shimon. It's a Maisa Nisuin, which has nothing to do with that at all. None at all. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. She's fine. Right? There's nothing halakhically wrong in terms of this marriage. And therefore, you can't say it's Osir Lezeh, Mutter Lezeh if it was an Almanas Halacha. Ela Bachutz. Clearly, basically, he was focusing on the chutz. And if she's Legabe, if she's Legabe Shimon still married to Ruvain, then of course, even a Maisa's Nus would be us, would be Ashes Ish. Right? So therefore, that would not be, that would be the question. Next case. She gets, she goes after the second marriage, goes back to the person who was also. Turns out, Freya, that the, she was never divorced from Ruvain, and the kids are Mamzerim from Levi. So, every Tanai you have that. Anytime a husband divorces his wife al Tanai, that she doesn't do something, you always have this issue. That maybe later on she'll do that something and retroactively cancel the get. Right? Right? And obviously we know you can have a get out tonight. It's not recommended. We'll see in the Gemara's sheet doesn't say you shouldn't do it clearly. But if you do it, it works. And we're not worried that it's going to be Mamzerim or whatever. You do what you do. That would have been I mean, the Yezer's response that this is a tonight. Fine. Now, if we're talking about a case of Chutz over here, Mishra Shari Belazer, that would not be an issue. Once she marries the second guy, there's no more case of usher back to the first guy. That was the whole point. There's no case of being usher to Reuven anymore. Once Naftali divorces her and she marries Shimon, the usher to Reuven, we just said, goes off. So there'd be no case where she would be married to somebody else, have kids, and then be still usher to Reuven. Obviously, this version of Rabbi Akiva's kasha is focusing on the Almanas case. And since it's Almanas, if she ends up going back to marry Shimon or Reuben, whichever person is, it's going to Lama Freya, cancel the whole get and create Mamzer. We don't worry about it. Yes, it's true, it could happen, but that's not where our concern is. Now we get to Rabbi Akiva's second question. Said, now we skip to Belazim and Azariah. We'll get to Belazim and Azariah soon. If he was a Koyin, the left out of the get. So the Gabi, the Koyin, he's an Almana. The Gabi, everybody else, she's a Grusha. So in this case, you have this issue, which is that if her Tzad Gerishin 
Asus or on the Koyin who she's not a garrison for, then the Tzadis is ish that she has to the Koyin should Asus her on everybody else. This is Rabbi Kiva's question. Now before we get to the answer, what's this case? If it's an Amanas case, this is an interesting point that the Gemara brings up, which is reselling me that the Gabi this Koyin, she's an Almana. Okay, the Gabi the Koyin, we're saying she's an Almana, she's not a Grusha. But the truth is that the Gabi Znus, she's already a Grusha to the Koyin to begin with. Right, because the only, the Almanas was, the Chutz was, the, sorry, the Almanas was not to marry the Koyin. If she had Maisa Znus with the Koyin, the get is a good get. So she's not allowed to have a Maisa Znus with the Koyin. Bitam, she's a Grusha. But she, the, the, the marriage Shabbat is what breaks up the thing. So therefore, this wouldn't be a kasha if he was talking about the case of Almanas, because the Gabi the Koyin himself, she's a Grusha in the case of Almanas. Ela b'chutz. Clearly, this second version of Rabbi Akiva's question was focusing on the chutz case, in which case she's also to the coin altogether, alsacious ish, not als grusha, and that was the kasha. So wait a second. Rabbi Akiva has two questions. The first question of Rabbi Akiva we said was focusing on amanas. The second question of Rabbi Akiva was focusing on chutz. Which, which version of Rabbi Eliezer does Rabbi Akiva hold of? Rabbi Akiva, Which version of Rabbi Eliezer is he holding of? Why is he asking both questions? Somewhere you're right. Rabbi Akiva, He heard the Ikadam Chutz, In the base Medrash, Rabbi Akiva heard both. He wasn't sure which one is right. So he has to cash on both versions. Fine. What Lamaisa is Rabbi Eliezer's retort? Right, to this second question that the Tzad Gerishin is, is not, what is his retort? Says the Gemara, So maybe you could say, don't bring me a riot from the fact that she's also to a coin from the Tzad Gerishin Shaboy, because by coin, Allah is different. By coin, we know there's all kinds of chumras by Hachaskun. The whole, yesterday we said that, at least on one sheet, the whole makar for Rilezer's din that Chutz works was the fact that Isha Grusha Isha, which is a din in Kahuna. So you can't tell me that we're not going to learn it from Kahuna. The whole makar of it is Kahuna. Says me, right. So, No. Because there was another shita. We learned it out the other shita from what it said, If you learn that that's the Makar from Eliezer, then in Echanami over here you could say, and that would be Eliezer's retort to this question. So wait. If Rabbi Yeshua said that, that means Rabbi Yeshua holds like Rabbi Eliezer Lechera. As we'll see in a second, we didn't bring this sixth question. Rabbi Yeshua also had a question of Rilezer Shita. He wasn't part of the list. He's a new one we're going to bring. You're right. I, Rabbi Yeshua, also have a kasha over here. Me, who doesn't matter. I don't think you could ask these questions legitimately and hold it against Rilezer if he's not here to answer the question. My prayer to be sure. What was his fifth question? Sixth, actually. The Sanyo. I'm going to be sure. The Pasuk says that she's married to the first guy, then he gives her a safer Christmas. So we make a heckish between her first marriage and her second marriage. And we say, Before her first original marriage, was she connected to anybody else? No. 
She was a total penuya. Afkar mevayashnei adalagidi ben shachmina. To be go to a second marriage to the viyatz of a hoysel ishacher has to be she's not connected to that person at all. Not because of krisos, but because it has to be like the original marriage. Okay, so that was Rabbi Yeshua's extra question. Before we get back to Elizabeth and Azari, we have one more point to deal with. This halacha we said of Rabbi Eliezer, that when she marries Shimon, the Issa to Reuven goes off. Gufa, if Naphtali divorces her, except for Reuven, she marries Shimon, she becomes mutter automatically to Reuven. Now if you think about that, that's bizarre. Because Naphtali never divorced her, Lagabi Reuven. Who takes off that Isser Eshesish that exists on Reuven? How does that work? Naphtali's get was clearly not including Reuven. How does the marriage to Shimon take off the Yisra to Reuven? Yeah. Says the Gemara, Heishim Shimon ben Elazar, Truvel to be Elazar. Heichem Azinu Shezeh Oyser, Vezeh Matir. How can you have a case where the Yisra on Reuven is from the marriage of Naphtali? And the marriage of Shimon takes that Yisra off. How does that work? Zemar Veloi, Veryavama. What about Yibum? Debal Oyser, Veryavam Matir. Right? The Yisra exists, the Zika comes from the Baal, and the marriage of the Yavim takes off that Isser. So what do you mean? Yavim who the Yavim who dekasserle. Dimibal Sharva The truth is, if the husband dies without a brother, she's mutter. What leaves her usher now pending the existence of the Yavim? So this is the fundamental question we asked and discussed throughout the Homosechtas Yavamas. Is, is the Yibum an extension of the first marriage, or is it a new thing? This Gemara seems to be leaning towards the side that it's a new thing. Because if it's an extension of the first marriage, you're going to get in trouble. How does the first marriage get taken care of by somebody else? Gemara doesn't like that idea. Right? We could debate that point, that it could be, that's really Ezra's point, that it is an extension of the first marriage, and the Yavim can go ahead and take it off. But the Gemara doesn't like that shop. What about this? Her in daughter. What about when you make a nether? Right? The neither us of a Chacham Mater. You make an Isser, the Chacham's Mater. So you see... Someone can make something else, and someone else can take it off. Someone know. When a chacham is matter in nether, he's matter becharata, which means that it never was a nether in the first place. He's just being megalatas that it really never was a nether. He's not really being matter something. Okay, what about Afaras Abal? The Isha Naderas Abal Mefer. So you see, one person could create an Isser, and another person could take it off. We said a svar, that's Xeris Akasov, clearly. But the svar of the Xeris Akasov is that every Isha, when she makes a nether, it's Ke'ilu, a built-in Tanai, only if my husband wants it. In which case, it's not really that the husband's being matirate. It was the whole thing was a nether al Tanai. So, Lamaisa, we could debate all three of these cases. Are these three cases really... A, making an Isser, and B, taking it off, yes or no. The Gemara is leaning that they're not, and therefore the Gemara has a kasha on Rabbi Eliezer. Rabbi Eliezer would say, no, one or more of these cases is one person making the Isser and another person taking it off. And therefore here also you could have a very bizarre case where Naphtali's Isser marriage on Ruvain is being taken off by Shimon. And that's taka what Rabbi Eliezer holds, Rabbi Eliezer holds, Allah Chalamais. Now let's get to the final one, which is Elizabeth Azariah. Nen of Elizabeth Azariah Yamar. Krisus, he said. Krisus means no connections. There has to be a total, absolute halachic separation between a husband and wife. And in this case, it's not true. She's still also to Ruvain because of Naphtali. Therefore, that cannot possibly be a proper get. That was Rebbe Lezim and Isaiah's point. Now, 
Rabbi Eliezer himself didn't answer this question, and all the other Rabbanan did not ask this question. So there must be some other approach to this. What do they do with this? They have the following case. I mean, this is fundamental to all Hilchas tonight. If a man says to his wife, Here's your get, Amanas, that you don't drink wine. You don't visit your father's house. If he says that these Tanoim exist, she can never drink wine for the rest of her life. She can never visit her own father or his father for the rest of her life. That's not a get. Because for the rest of her life, she's connected to him. Okay, but if the tonight is only for a certain amount of time, thirty days, I raise a crisis. So you see, that's what they hold as a crisis if it's for the rest of her life. In this case, and here's the important point: when Naftali divorces her Chutzmi Ruvain, she's not necessarily also to Ruvain for the rest of her life, because Ruvain could die. So Lavdafka is that Isser going to now? She can never actually marry Ruvain, yes, but it's not something that exists for her whole life. Because Reuven could be dead before she dies, and therefore it's not going to be no gain necessarily the rest of her life. Me'idach, because Christus Nafke, it learns out from the double word, it says, it's Kares and it says Christus. Me'idach, she doesn't dash on the extra word, and therefore he says that Rabbi Eliezer's case of where it's a manas that she's also to Reuven would not be a chisar in Christus. Amarava, and let's, let's sharpen this a little bit. The husband says to the wife, you're divorced for me. If you don't drink wine my whole life, that's no good. The world's going to question this. Hold on. Depending on someone else's life, right, she, he'll die and she won't have drunk wine his, this third party's whole life. If it's his whole life, she can outlive him and not drink wine her whole life. Elayma, you're right. If it's her whole life, if it's his life or someone else's life, since in theory she could outlive the tonight, it would work, and therefore that would be the same thing over here by the case of Chutz or Amanas from from Reuven. One more piece. Wow. So till now we've been discussing a get that excluded a person. Rabbanan said it does not work, but as I said, it did work. What if it's excluding time? What if you want to get, like, you know, what is it called? A hall pass or something, right? Let's get divorced for a day. Okay? We'll get divorced for a day. You can do what you want, and then we'll get back married. Now, if you want to do that normally, you could, right? If you want to get divorced for a day, and then make a Maisa Kedushin the next day, nothing's stopping you from doing that. As long as she doesn't get married to someone in between, you're fine. But here they want it built into the get. This get is valid and used, and, and we're divorced for the next 24 hours, and then we go back to being married. Can you do such a thing? Says the one amazing question. The truth is, it could be it's better, it could be it's worse than the case we've been discussing. Why? That it should not work, maybe. Even though she was also to Ruvain, but to everybody else in the world, it was Lenetzach. It was forever. So maybe that's better than this case, which is time-based. Or maybe, Rebilezer would say, just like over there, you can be married you could be married to Ruvain and also to, I'm sorry, mutter to Shimon and also to Ruvain. So maybe here also, you could have a get that works just like you can magbeal the get based on people. Maybe you can magbeal the get based on time. So maybe this is the same. Or to buy the Rabbana. It could be this is better. Over there, there wasn't a full Krisus. But of a even the Pascha Paska. 
Over here, there's a full creases. Yes, it's time-based. But maybe once there's a full creases, it's a full creases and it's good enough. Gemara switches gears here totally. Gemara says, it w- not, not it doesn't work. It works. If you make a get that should not work today and then undo itself automatically tomorrow, according to the Rabbanon, it's a kosher get, not a puzzle get. It's a kosher get because once the get's chal, there's no going back. There's nothing bringing the marriage back. And even according to the Yezer, who says that you can exclude people, in this case, you realize there's money no such thing. If you make a full get, even according to Belezer, I guess you can make a partial get. doesn't matter. But you try to make it time, Mugbal, that it should dissolve itself. There's no such thing. Chimicha Pascha, once the, the marriage is dissolved, Pascha. There's no such thing as the marriage coming back. You want to bring it back manually. They separate my seclusion, but Kef, go ahead and do that. But built into the get, there's no such thing as a time-based Hagbala. Okay, Baruch Hashem.